Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thank you for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I want to talk about my personal experience with nursing and the healthcare crisis. I've talked about this before, but I feel that it's a topic that still desperately needs to be addressed. I feel that as much as nurses are talking about it, it feels as if you are hearing what we have to say. There is no way to overstress how damaging the burnout in the nursing field is. All too many consider this to be a personal failing rather than a systemic failing. When the majority, 95% of a group is experiencing something, it is unlikely that it is because of a personal failing. Despite the nursing profession yelling from the new rooftops about how dangerous things are getting, nothing is being done. We're being held to an impossible standard with a catch-22 of expectations. I have reached a point that I am no longer capable of giving my patients the compassion that they deserve. When I talked about being burned out and needing support, I heard nothing useful. Mostly, I was told that if I could not handle the profession, I needed to leave. So I did. It's been two weeks that I have not been at the bedside. And now I'm being told that I'm part of the problem because there are not enough nurses and no one wants to work. I have been a nurse for 20 years. And you want to know what is true about my experience over those 20 years? I have worked 60 to 80 hours a week for most of my career. This was because I wasn't making enough money to support my family on a 40-hour week. It was because there were never enough nurses to cover all of the shifts. It was because I felt guilty about leaving my coworkers short-staffed. So I think it's fair to say that I'm a person who is willing to work. In all of those 20 years that I have worked, there wasn't a single shift that I worked at the bedside that I did not experience some form of verbal, physical, or sexual abuse from my patients or coworkers. That's right. Every shift at the bedside was abusive. That physical abuse has included slapping, pinching, scratching, kicking, shoving, biting, spitting on me, being punched. That emotional abuse has included yelling, swearing, name-calling, threatening, and accusations. That sexual abuse has included grabbing of my breasts, patting or grabbing of my butt, people putting their hands beneath my clothing, making comments about the sexual things they would like to do to me, threatening to sexually assault me, and making comments about my physical appearance. Every shift that I have worked, I have experienced some combination of these abuses against my person. Yes, every shift. This is not an exaggeration. In addition to these abuses, nurses are being neglected. We are denied being allowed to attend to our basic human needs, such as having a chance to devoid our bladders, evacuate our bowels, eat food, or drink fluids. This is for the duration of 12 or 16-hour shifts, which we are not allowed a single break. For half the day or more, we are not allowed to attend to any of our own basic human needs while we're being expected to attend to the well-being of others. The conditions that nurses are expected to work in on a daily basis are the conditions that the state has defined that custody or guardianship should be revoked. People can go to jail for treating people under their care in the manner that nurses are being treated while they are working. 
and rightly so. If I treated my patients the way that I was being treated as a bedside nurse, I would have lost my license and gone to jail for abuse and neglect. Yet I am expected to work within those same conditions without complaint while still providing high-quality health care to others. When a person faces conditions of chronic abuse, they risk, the risk for developing PTSD is rather high. Nurses experience a higher rate of PTSD now than those who have fought in wars. About 50% of ICU and ED nurses are currently in a state of PTSD. The rate is only about 15% for those who have gone to war. This is absolute insanity. Yet when we complain that the working conditions are not safe and are not healthy, we are told that we need better coping skills and that it is a personal failing that lead us to feeling burned out. Go ahead, Google nurse burnout and see what comes up. There's plenty of articles telling you how to treat your burnout. But let's talk about what nursing burnout actually is, because it's a phrase that is often used without an explanation of the meaning. Burnout includes three key aspects. Emotional exhaustion, which is the state of being physically and emotionally exhausted by work stretch, which is characterized by low energy, fatigue, depression, hopelessness, and helplessness. The second aspect is depersonalization, the interpersonal aspect of burn, burnout that manifests in unfeeling, negative behaviors towards others, and detachment from caring and instructions. And the third piece is low personal accomplishment, the state of negatively evaluating oneself as being incompetent, unsuccessful, and inadequate. Consequently, employees exhibit low levels of contribution to their work. Depersonalization is the one on this list that gets most of the attention, and rightly so. It is the symptom that is leading nurses to much of the unprofessional behavior, such as making fun of their patients and dismissing the needs of their patients. How can a nurse possibly provide high-quality care when they're in a state of depersonalization? The answer is they can't. It is simply not possible. This comes back down to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. When the foundation of needs is not being met, a person cannot reach other higher states of being. It literally forces the person into a state of fighting for their very survival. Looking at this pyramid of needs, one can see the foundation of needs are the physiological needs, such as food, water, warmth, and rest. These are the things that are being denied nurses while they're, nurse, while they're nursing long shifts. The second tier of needs is the need for safety, which is also being denied nurses. Working in a constantly abusive environment denies the possibility of a nurse ever feeling safe while they are working. The principles of psychology teach us that until these two needs are being met, a person is incapable of reaching a state where they can have healthy and appropriate re relationships because that's the third tier. These first two tiers are considered the basic needs because a person can achieve nothing else when this foundation is lacking. When looking at the treatment guidelines of PTSD, the first thing that must be done is that the victim of the abusive or traumatic situation must be removed from the situation. A person cannot recover from trauma when they are existing in the conditions that is causing their trauma. This means that there is no amount of self-care or coping skills that a nurse can engage in to recover and continue to work. 
Both the civilian and military disability systems recognize PTSD as a disorder that is dis disabling because it causes disturbances in behavior and creates an inability to appropriately interact with other human beings. What I find most frustrating about all of this is that as a chronic illness patient, I have been experiencing the dismissal of my medical symptoms and personal experience my entire life. Thus, the one group that I thought that would be willing to hear me out and validate my trauma experience as a nurse was the chronic illness community. Instead, my experience has been that the chronic illness community is completely unable to see me as anything but the villain in their personal drama. I understand that healthcare providers, including nurses, have been treating chronic illness patients badly for years now. What I am telling you is that they are doing it because of a trauma response. Not addressing that trauma is going to result in a worsening of healthcare and a worsening treatment for chronic illness patients. The victim blaming needs to stop. My nursing-related PTSD has rendered me unfit to provide care, and I am in a stable enough situation right now that I can afford to leave bedside nursing. Not every nurse can afford to leave their job since their income is supporting their families. A nurse shouldn't have to leave their family without income in order to get the trauma care that they desperately need and deserve. Yet that's where we are right now. Because of this, many nurses are choosing to continue to work as nurses long past the time that they should have left the field. Additionally, if every nurse that is experiencing PTSD left the field right now in order to get the trauma care they need, there would be no nurses left to provide the care. For the sake of everyone, we need to come together and recognize the needs of everyone. As long as patients and the community as a whole are unable to see nurses as being people in a mental health crisis, there will be no improvements in health care. And this current trajectory is not sustainable. We can no longer afford to blame individuals for a systemic problem that is, being that is being the cause of abusive and neglectful working conditions. While I'm speaking from the perspective of a nurse, because that is the field that I've been working in, it is important to note that these problems are not isolated to nursing alone. Research reflects that most healthcare workers are also experiencing burnout and PTSD. The current American model of putting the benefits of corporate gain above taking care of the citizens is damaging on all levels, even within our healthcare systems. Until we address the reality that a for-profit healthcare model does not work, we will fail to solve the crisis that is threatening to collapse our healthcare system completely. This is true about the American health care system is that we are horribly failing to provide our patients quality care as compared to the care being provided by other countries. We're spending more on our health care than any other nation in the world, and we're destroying the possibility of recovering from these failures by disabling the workers who are responsible for providing that care. In all of these aspects, the problem stems from the reality that our healthcare is a for-profit system where the patient's health and well-being is a secondary goal to the hospital making a profit. The reality is at the heart of nursing shortages and the moral injuries that are driving much of the PTSD in nurses. Well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks and come for coming and spending time with me. If you like the video, please click on the like button. It really does help. And until we talk again, please be sure to take care of yourselves. Bye.